Thank you, Jesus. Well, this about that name. There's a man in the scripture. His name is Bartimaeus. Said he was blind from birth, and people had to lead him around by the hand. He he would sit by the street, you know, begging. Never seen Jesus. Never talked to him. Never sat around him. You know, never shook his hand. Anything like that. Just heard about him. Well, if you used to talk to Bartimaeus today, he wouldn't be blind Bartimaeus anymore. I believe you said, well, Bartimaeus, well, what happened? Something happened when I called his name. <laughs> he wasn't full of the Holy Ghost like we are. He ain't never seen Jesus, never talked to him. But he heard about him. And when he heard he was coming down the street, he, he started crying out, Jesus! <laughs> And something happened. And something happened. Honey, you may not be able to see in your situation right now. But if you could just begin to call his name. Something happens when you call on the name of Jesus. It's still the name above every name. Woo! Oh, they tried to get him to quiet. Hey, shh. Hey, hey, be quiet, be quiet. And said, he just started crying out louder. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And something happened. A man that was blind. Now you can see. He wasn't going to be sitting in the dust anymore. He wasn't going to be begging anymore. Wasn't nobody going to be leading him around by the hand anymore. He was going to get to see his mama for the first time. Get to see his brothers and sisters for the first time. And all this happened because he called on the name of Jesus. I don't know why you think your situation is so impossible. Start calling on the name of Jesus. I don't know why we think our situation's so out of control. All these things that Bartimaeus would now experience came because he had enough inside of him to believe that Jesus could make a difference. So he started calling on his name. Jesus... Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Well, there ought to be somebody in here today might would lift your hands. Say, Jesus, have mercy on me. Help me. Heal me. Strengthen me. There is still power in the name of Jesus. It's still the name of the Savior. I know you read it on billboards and bumper stickers and t-shirts and signs, but honey, don't let all that printing make it lose its effect of what it means. It's the name that was given. It's the name that's above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee would bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. It's still the name of the Lamb of God away the sin of the world. It's still the name of the one who by his stripes we are healed. Alpha and Omega begin and end in first, last. Advocate, great shepherd, great physician, shepherd and bishop of my soul. He's ever one of them things. He's a healer and he's a forgiver. He's the washer of my sins. He's my health, he's my strength, and he's my song. He's my strong tower that I run into. But all that don't have no effect if I don't know his name. His name is Jesus.
don't know why preaching the name of Jesus quit being so popular. We're trying to dig out some deep revelations and blow everybody's mind, but it still takes the name of Jesus to get the miracle done. I love revelation. I love deep things, but I love seeing people saved, and that happens with the name of Jesus. I love people getting healed, and that happens in the name of Jesus. When you preach the name of Jesus, you're not pe- preaching a big team sermon. You're preaching the only sermon. Paul said, I didn't come with enticing words. He said, I was determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Something happens when I call his name. Something happens when I preach in his name. Something happens when I pray in his name. It's still the name that's above every name. It's still the name that we need. I'll call him now. Won't you lift your hands and call on his name right now? Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, have mercy on me. No, no. Jesus. Something happens. Will we call his name? Listen, Sister Elizabeth's going to share something. So first of all, it's a little bit of a history lesson for me and for everybody else. And if you have a problem with it, Lee Stone King said it, so y'all can take it up with him. Uh, but we, we've heard the story about the woman with the issue of blood so many times. You know, and if you're anything like me, the way I've heard it is she was going in desperation. You know, she could barely just reach the hem of his garment. And, you know, sometimes we feel like that. Sometimes the world drags us down. Sometimes our problems drag us down. And we feel like we're just dragging ourselves into church on Sunday morning. We're like, God, I just need something. But something he brought across and something that we don't understand as Americans and not practicing Judaism is that the hem of his garment was not referring to a robe or something of the nature. It was referring to his prayer shawl. Okay. Now, if you know anything about a Jewish prayer shawl, there are tassels on the end of it that represent each one of the laws. And in those tassels, they would tie it a specific way. And the way it was tied would signify whose prayer, whose shawl that was. Okay. So basically, if somebody was going into a covenant or a contract or something, they could dip that in ink and it would be their name. You see what I mean? So the woman wasn't coming just on her hands and knees and just trying to, oh, in desperation. She had a revelation. She had a revelation that she was grabbing the hem of his garment because that was where his identity was. When she grabbed the hem of his garment, she was grabbing onto the name of Jesus. And I know today that we are tired. We have been worn down. The enemy has come at us like, but if we can get revelation of the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, something. So that was all I had to say. But if you feel like you're coming in desperation, take a note out of the story uh-huh. of the woman with the issue of blood. Who knew where lied all power and authority yes. in her healing. In Hallelujah. Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Something happens when you call his name. Hallelujah. Woo. Something happens when you call his name. I know sometimes we try to, you know, we want to be reverent and, and, well, people, and I know you can meditate and I know you can think and I know God knows your thoughts. But you can't just lay hands on somebody and think the name. You got to speak the name. The power of death and the power of life's in the tongue. God's a speaking God and we, he's got to speak in people. And it matters what we speak. 
when you call that name, it's the time of year where his name is brought up a lot. But I don't think half the people that mention it even it even has an impact on them. Boy, the name of Jesus means something. Before anybody even got here today, and I was studying, I had thought, I said, I'm going to preach today that there is still power in the name of Jesus. And then I heard him in here singing, something happens when I call your name. I said, well, there you go. I don't even know what time it is. I guess I shouldn't worry about it, should I? I'm going to finish. I've, I've just about preached my message up here today. But we need to know that I need glasses. But we need to know that there is still power in the name of Jesus. When you read about stories in the scripture and you read these testimonies of people who called on his name and they were miraculously healed. And when you read about people whose lives were changed, Jesus laid his hands upon them or the apostles laid their hands upon them. You need to remember that's not just yesterday. That's not just history. But that's how it is. Hebrews 13 and 8 says, Jesus Christ the same. Yesterday and today and forever. If there was power in his name then, then there's power in his name now. And if you and I see another sunrise, there'll be power in his name then. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Give the Lord a hand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. While you're headed to your seat and you're sitting, tell your neighbor there's still power in the name of Jesus. And I think we ought to give our choir and music a hand. Because I'll tell you, they showed out today. I appreciate them. I'm going to switch to the red microphone because this one's cutting in and out. Still power in the name of Jesus. I guess I have to say still because sometimes people forget, I think. That's the only conclusion I can come to is when you see them trying every other avenue, maybe they've forgotten that there's still power in the name of Jesus. In the book of Acts, chapter 3, I'm going to read, and I won't be very long, I promise you, because I've preached most of my message already up here, running back and forth across this platform today. I think you probably have caught the, the gist of it. There's power in the name of Jesus. Amen. But we can't let... Anything that this world does with his name calls us to lose respect for his name. Mm. That we forget the power that's in that name. That You know, you just don't throw the name of the king around lightly. You need to be careful. I know sometimes as a kid and maybe before you got in church or whatever, maybe it was just custom when something would shock you or something that you would just exclaim his name but you know I think we ought to get out of the habit of that because unless we're calling on his name for real I I just don't think we throw his name around lightly because it's the name that God gave him and God hath given him a name which is above every name it's the name of Jesus in Acts chapter 3 and verse 1 Peter and John went together in the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb all his life, the time he was born. He didn't get hurt when he was a baby. He was born lame. They laid him daily at the gate 
of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go in the temple, ask an alms. Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us, and he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Something happened. Peter, what happened when you grabbed that man by the hand? Something happened. When I called his name, he didn't just grab him. Try to force him to walk. He said, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise and walk. Something happens. Hello. Something happens when you are a believer. Peter laid his hand on him. He took him by the hand. They connected with him, and he, he had something in him. He had that power. Jesus said we would receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon us. And then he told us that these signs would follow them that believe. In my name, they'll cast out devils. In my name, they'll speak with new tongues and they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Something's going to happen when you call the name of Jesus. It's not just going to make you better, but you've got the power to help somebody else to be better. Jesus gave you the Holy Ghost and he gave you that name so you could affect somebody else's life. It's not just so we can always... Pray for ourselves. Sure, pray for yourself. But he said, I'm going to show you what it does. When I give it to somebody, they can take somebody who is so sick. They've been born sick. They don't know nothing but sick. But in the name of Jesus, you've got the power to help their life change forever. Something happens when you call his name. Honey, there's still power in the name of Jesus. It didn't stop with Peter, and it didn't stop with John. Come on, it didn't stop with the the apostles when they left this world. But every one of us that have believed, and every one of us that have been filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, let me tell you, you've got power to connect with somebody and change their life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Nazareth, rise up, walk. He took him by the right hand, lifted him up immediately. His feet and ankle bones received strength, and he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking, leaping, praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising, and they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate for the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened to him. This man had no other expectation for his life. He did not expect to ever walk. Brother Larry, he never thought, hey, I'll be running around with the kids one day. They carried him and sat him down at the temple, and he begged for money. I'm sure he probably felt like he was a burden. I'm sure that he probably felt like I contribute nothing. I'll never experience what everybody else has experienced. I'll probably never have a family of my own. I'll just be carried day to day. I wonder how many times they left him out and it began to rain. And because they weren't around, he just had to sit in the rain until somebody come and got him. His life was what it was. He was conformed to the condition of his birth. He knew nothing else and he expected nothing else. And when Peter and John walked by, he didn't expect anything else. He just looked up and expected to receive something. He just wanted a little bit of money. But let me tell you, it wasn't about what he wanted at that time. It was about what he needed. Let me tell you, when we live in this world, and when we live until this world, we're going to always be wanting something. Wanting something to make it better. See, a little money made him feel like I'm contributing. A little money made him feel like he was not such a burden to everybody. A little money made him feel a little better about his situation, but his situation wasn't no better. But when they came by and said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give to you. In the name of Jesus, rise and walk. Let me tell you, he didn't get what he wanted, but he got what he needed. 
And that man said, it said immediately he received strength in his feet and his ankle bones and he jumped up and he didn't just walk. He ran and he leapt and he praised God. It wasn't just about what he wanted. In this world, you'll always be wanting. But when you make the Lord your shepherd, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. Jesus told one woman, he said, you keep coming to this well, you'll always be thirsty. He said, but if you'll drink from the water that I'll give you, you'll never thirst again. Let me just tell you, something still happens when you call on the name of Jesus. There is life changing power in the name of Jesus. Maybe you feel like this is all I got to look forward to. Maybe you've already conformed to your circumstances. But let me tell you, at the name of Jesus, anything can change. When Jesus gets done, when somebody gets done, when the name is done, let me tell you, it's going to be different. You've got to believe that something's going to happen. Man, let me tell you, that is some Holy Ghost bold when you'll grab a lame man by the hand and snatch him to his feet. But we need to get a boldness in the spirit of God. I ain't talking about, hey, don't be going jerking homeless people around down the sidewalk. I ain't telling. When you know that God's got something inside of you, when you know you've got the name of Jesus, you can pray for your friends, you can pray for your classmates, you can pray for your co-workers, you can pray for your family, and in the name of Jesus, you can and you will see a difference. Well, I'm just used to it, Pastor. This is how it's always been. Then it's time for it to stop. Peter didn't debate with him about it. Hey, you know what? I'm going to grab you by the hand. Let's go take a walk. Oh, no. I don't want you dragging me around on the ground, skinning me up. When you know what you know, you ain't got to debate it. Just speak and let it happen. Oh, I believe there's still power in the church like that. He didn't give us a little bit of power. All the power that comes with the Holy Ghost in that name. I know it's not by might, not by power, it's by his spirit. But let me tell you, I know that the name of Jesus and what he said about himself All power in heaven and earth is given to me. When I called on the name of Jesus, I'm awakening that. He gave us authority to do these things. He gave us the authority to pray in his name. He gave us the authority to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. He gave us, he said, I've given you power over all the power of the enemy. Well, what's that power? Because it's the name of Jesus that's above every name. Don't discount, don't... Don't think, well, I need, yeah, we all need to fast and we all need to pray. But if you're not using the name of Jesus, all the fasting and praying in the world will only get you so far. I believe in fasting and prayer. Nicodemus uh, Cornelius believed in it. And he was praying and he was fasting. And the Lord said, I can't let him just go because he's, he's reached the point where he can't go no further. So I need somebody to go and preach Jesus. Yeah. There was a man riding a chariot across the desert. And he was like, wow, this is good. I don't have no idea who I'm reading about. So God sent Philip to catch him. He jumped up in the chariot. He said, do you understand what you're reading? He said, i got no idea unless somebody tells me. I don't guess I'll ever know. And he took the scroll and he said, he began right where that man was reading. And he preached unto him. And that man went on his way rejoicing. Let me tell you, lives are changed still today at the name of Jesus. There is still power in the name of Jesus. I mean, be serious about it and speak that name over your family. Be serious and speak that name in your situation. Don't just be like, well, Jesus would. I mean, get serious about it. I mean, invoke that name of Jesus and all the power that's in it. In the name of Jesus, rise and walk. He just spoke it out and it happened. There's still power in the name of Jesus. The church has got to have that, got to remember that. All the programs in the world are nothing without the name of Jesus. And all the, all the knowledge, all the courses, all the education don't mean nothing without the name of Jesus. I mean, listen, you can be just an old, rugged, dusty, beat-up fisherman, and 
all the scholars in the world can look at you and say, he's been with Jesus because something happens when you're with Jesus. Something happens at the name of Jesus. There is still power in the name of Jesus. And this man is going to do things he's never done before. You search and you're trying to find something to help you, something to fill the void, trying to get some kind of excitement out of your life. If you want to do something you've never done before, then call on the name of Jesus. Nobody had to teach him to walk. Peter didn't jump back for you and say, all right, now come on. Well, that's it. Oh, said he leapt up. And he already knew how to run. And he already knew how to jump. And I, he was dancing and spinning and running and leaping all around them. Just They couldn't hold him down. He automatically knew how to do what he had never done before because of the name of Jesus. And everybody saw it. Hey, ain't that the guy that sits at the gate? Let people see what Jesus has done in your life. You know what would have been the tragedy of that miracle? is for him to stood up and to sat right back down. Because now he was better. The miracle had worked, but how will anybody ever know what Jesus has done for you when you sit down on the miracle? How many, how will anybody know that God can deliver or set free when you sit down on the miracle? How will God know or anybody know that God can put things back together and and make things better than they ever were if you just sit down on your miracle? But man, put on a show for the Lord. It's called a testimony. Tell somebody what Jesus did for you. What happened to you? Well, this guy here, I thought he was going to give me a coin, but he took me by the hand. He said, "In the you know that guy they killed? And yeah. Well, he's in his name. In the name of Jesus, rise and walk. And he said, next thing I know, I'm dancing and running into the temple. Who taught I don't know. I don't know who taught me. This is just what happens when the name of Jesus works in your life. Peter said, this guy you see right here, it's because of faith in the Lord's name that you see him with this perfect soundness. Jesus didn't leave him with a limp. He, he didn't leave him walking crooked. He didn't leave him stooped over. He said, perfect soundness. Jesus will complete the work. It'll be the best life you've ever experienced when you let the name of Jesus work in your life. But once it's done, you got to get up and do something. You can't sit back down trying to pretend like he ain't done nothing. Can you imagine? All your life, lame. You're conformed to the condition of that birth. The Bible says we were all born into sin. There's none righteous, no, not one. We're all under that that sin. And you know what? Until the name of Jesus, we were conformed to the condition of our birth. Yeah. Yeah. We were all covered in sin. But when we went down in the water, Peter said, the same man that that pulled this miracle right here, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus. Because something happens. Something happens when you call that name. When you get baptized in the name of Jesus, all them sins from the past get washed away. Oh, come on, somebody. Something happens. That's why he said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You know why he didn't let Cornelius in his house stop with just being filled with the Holy Ghost? That's good, because the Holy Ghost, that's awesome. But you know what, Cornelius? Until you're baptized in his name, 
Your past is still there. You've experienced a miracle, and that's great. That's awesome. But then Peter said, who can forbid water? And then he commanded them to all be baptized in the name of Jesus. Honey, I was glad when they filled me with the Holy, when God filled me with the Holy Ghost. Woo, but he, Jesus said, you've got to be born of water and the Spirit. And so when we get filled with the Holy Ghost, if we hadn't been baptized in Jesus' name, next stop needs to be that tank of water right there. Because something happens. <laughs> I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Ghost. I hadn't said nothing. Because it's the name of Jesus. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It takes the name of Jesus to be saved. That's why we baptize in the name of Jesus. It might be a step of faith. And hey, if anybody's been baptized in the titles, I ain't slamming you. It's a step of faith. There was a lot of people. John's disciples were baptized under his baptism. But when Paul ran into him in Acts chapter 19, he said, how were you baptized? When he got through preaching, they all realized, you know what? We need to be baptized again. And Paul baptized them in the name of Jesus. Hey, but get this. John's disciples were baptized the same way Jesus was. And they still said, hey, we got to get the name applied because i got to get my sins washed away. Uh, the Bible says we're buried with him in baptism. Well, who's the him? Oh, boy, this is a smart crowd right here. I love you. I love you. Ooh, got to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Something happens when you call that name. Oh, I'm so thankful that there's examples in this book right here. But it didn't die and it didn't stop when the last word of this book was written. But it was just passed on into us. Let me tell you, when he filled us with the Holy Ghost, there was some, some Holy Ghost DNA got inside of us. And that's why Jesus said, the things I do, you're going to do and greater things shall you do. John told him, said, look, I'm going to baptize you with water. Woo, that's awesome. But there's one coming after me, and he's mightier than I, and he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. He's going to put some ability inside of you to do the things that he does, and then when he goes away, greater things shall you do. Woo, I'm glad today that I have been baptized in the name of Jesus. I'm glad today that I have been born of water and of the Spirit. And I'm glad today that I can still call on the name of Jesus and see some things happen. There's still power in the name of Jesus, church. It hadn't lost its power. I know we sing about the blood and how it's never lost its power, and it hadn't, but it's the blood of Jesus. It's the blood of Jesus, and it has never, and it won't ever lose its power. Aren't you thankful? Lift your hands. Are you thankful for the name of Jesus? Honey, come on to the music. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful for the name of Jesus? Come on, just praise him for a moment. Let's stand across the house. Hallelujah. Let's stand in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, there's power in the name of Jesus to do what you've only dreamed of. Don't you think that man might have imagined how it must be to run and walk? Oh, he would, I'm sure as a child especially, all his cousins and his siblings running around playing and, and just running out the door to, to spend the day having a good time and him just sitting on the couch, sitting on the bed, sitting on the floor, sitting by, always sitting, always sitting, never walking, never standing, never running, just dreaming how that must be. But it was the name of Jesus that brought them dreams to reality. I don't know what you've got imagined for your life, but I'm telling you the name of Jesus will make it happen. The name of Jesus will make it happen. There's still power, life-changing power, Holy Ghost power, healing power, delivering power, chain-breaking power. There's still power in the name of Jesus. You won't have to beg anymore. Bartimaeus, you can get a job. You can get a wife, have your own family. 
And you'll look back one day and tell your kids, you know, for a good part of my life, I sat and watched life pass me by because I had no power within myself to change it. But one day I met some guys that spoke the name of Jesus into my life. And from that day on, everything's different. Hey, son, the reason you're here is because of the name of Jesus. The reason me and mama's together is because of Jesus. Quit watching life pass you by. Quit sitting there dreaming about it like it can't never happen. Just because it's been that way a long time don't mean it can't change. There's still power in the name of Jesus. One man was blind from birth and Jesus put mud on his eyes and told him to go rinse and he rinsed and he come back seeing and they said, what happened? Well, this man Jesus, they didn't want to hear it. Oh, he's a sinner. He's this. He's that. He's well, whatever he is, I don't know. Here's what I do know. That I used to be blind, but now I can see. And that happened because of Jesus. It didn't happen because of you, Pharisee. It didn't happen because of you, Sadducee. It didn't happen because nobody else. It happened because of the high priest. It happened because of Jesus. And you might not like it, but it ain't your miracle, it's mine. Everybody might not get on board with what Jesus is doing in your life, but it's your miracle. Don't shut down your miracle. Let Jesus do a complete work in your life. Let everybody see. Let it amaze them. Let them be in awe at what's happening. Let them be in wonder at what God has done. Live your life in such a way that they can't believe. Is that the one? Is that the one that used to hang out in them clubs? Is that the one that used to shoot up and, and do drugs? Is that the one that used to lie, cheat, and steal? Is he the one that used to be mean and fight? Is that who the... What happened? Jesus happened. And if, you, and if you don't know me and you think, well, preacher, when you're born in church, I wasn't born in church. I, I, I know what life in this world tastes like. I know what it produces. I know what it destroys. I know that it leaves you empty. But I know the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I know what the name of Jesus will do. It'll give you a turnaround. It'll get you out of the gutter. Yeah, it'll get you out of the dark. It'll get you out of wickedness. That name of Jesus. Well, when I come out of that water after I've been baptized in Jesus' name, I felt like a brand new creature. Well, the Bible said you would be a new creature in Christ. But how do you get in Christ? The Bible the only, look it up. The only way you'll find it, the Bible says you are baptized into Christ. Well, I want to be a new creature. Have you been baptized in Jesus' name? I want to be a new creature. Have you been baptized in Jesus' name? Because if any man be in Christ, and the only way to get in there is through baptism, then he's a new creature. Old things are passed away and all things are made new. There's still power in the name of Jesus. Hey, with that thought on your mind, with your hands lifted up, won't you make your way into this altar? And won't you let these needs be handed to the Lord today? Call on the name of Jesus. When you touch the hem of his garment, remember whose name you're touching. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get that perfect soundness. Get that whole miracle today. Come on, you've been living on half rations long enough. It's time to get the whole miracle. You've been hanging around the outside of the edge long enough. It's time to get the whole miracle. It's time to get delivered. It's time to get set free. It's time to take back what the enemy stole. In the name of Jesus.
Just an impression for us to pray for something. And I, I don't call people out to, or try to embarrass them and things. It's, you'll know if it's you or not. And we can pray for this. But while I was just walking and praying across here, it's like the Lord just impressed on me. To, there's a, a, a spirit that some people have in here today. They, they've got a spirit of sadness. Nobody wants to admit they're sad, but there's a spirit of sadness and this illusionment. They've something's happened, and you just—I don't know if it'll ever get better. I don't know if it'll ever change. Maybe this is just my life, but it's—but it's settling in on you. It's—it's it's trying to move in with you, trying to just wrap its arm around you and say, "It's all right. This is how it's going to be. Just accept it." But let me tell you something. This world was never meant to give you that joy. Jesus was. And the Lord will let you know today that in his name that spirit can, can go. That spirit of sadness can go and that spirit of being disillusioned can go. And you'll see the hand of God in your life again. So I'm not going to tell you to raise your hand or come up front. You know if that's you or not. But take somebody by the hand beside you and just pray. Because nobody needs that. Pray for your brother or sister right now. God, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke that spirit of sadness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
You put on a pretty good face. But the Lord sees your heart. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke that spirit of sadness. That spirit, that lie of disillusionment, Lord. It's that we put our trust in you. Lord, you are a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. You'll never leave me or forsake me. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, and I've never seen his seed begging bread. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Oh, come on, somebody. In the name of Jesus. Say the name. Say the name of Jesus. Say that name. Aren't you thankful for the name of Jesus today? Give the Lord a hand clap and a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Thankful for the name of Jesus. Thankful for the name of Jesus. Thankful for his name today. You know, we read those stories and we sometimes we don't take time to look at what's written between the lines. But when I read about people like this man who is unnamed. But you know he's a man. He's flesh and blood. He's human just like we are. Has all the wants and desires that we have. 
and you begin to realize how his life was and then how it changed. The woman with the issue of blood, same. The leper that met Jesus as he came down from the mountain preaching. The woman that came in behind him crying and wiping his feet with her tears and with with her hair, washing his feet with her tears. And, And you just realize that their life was so different. It wasn't just like, wow, this was a great experience and it'll get wrote down one day, but their life changed forever. Live like that. Jesus changed your life. Live like that. Praise Him. Worship Him. Keep going. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. If there was ever power in His name then, there's power in His name now. And there'll be power for whenever you need it. Praise God. Let's give Him one more hand and a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name and you need to do that, see me after church. Wednesday night, our Bible study will actually be on baptism, so looking forward to that. Uh, Tomorrow night at prayer, we'll have communion, remembering the, the body and the blood that the Lord, that he gave so that we could be saved. So come tomorrow night if you can, be here at 7 o'clock, Wednesday at 7. And remember, 2019 is trying to get away. Let's fill it up with as much Holy Ghost Church as we can. Let's see some miracles and signs and wonders before we hit 2020. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. You're dismissed in the name of Jesus. Glory to God.